Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is News Radio 740. KTRH Houston. Live everywhere with the IRF. Now, the latest news, weather, and traffic. It's more of what matters to you from the John Moore Services Studios. 5 a.m. is our time. It is Friday morning here on Houston's Morning News. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Share is off again today. Cliff Saunders is in for her. Among our top stories as we get started this morning, you've got to pass that Senate border bill if you want to know what's in it. House Republicans can't afford to lose any more votes on Mayorkas. And coming up at 5.08, you're more likely to be laid off if you work remotely. Details in the minutes ahead. You're in Houston's Morning News. First, we're going to check out that morning drive. Slinky's out, so not any problems so far, Mike, huh? I'm loving it so far. i tell you what I may have a problem with this morning is uh, is visibility. I thought I saw the weather lady saying something about uh, visibility. I just caught a piece of that. Uh, we're looking at Grand Parkway North, you big shots. Going to New Caney. If you're somebody's butler and Tomball, you're rocking along now. West part of uh, Grand Parkway also rocking. I've got some kind of road work on the ramp to I-10, but uh, call the tip line and tell me about visibility. Also, uh, if you have the free iHeartRadio app. We need to use that talk back mic more. Hit that little red microphone. Talk to us. I'm Scott Mike on the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH Top Tax Defenders 24-Hour Weather Center, we do have a little fog in the morning forecast. I think maybe that's what we're seeing with the visibility. Showers do develop by this afternoon. With a high today right about 73. We'll get you the complete forecast when we talk to Terry Smith in about 8 minutes. Right now, the temperature currently is 54 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. It is time now for the news. In for Shara this morning, here's Cliff Saunders. Thank you, Jimmy. 502 on KTRH, our top story. It's an absolute giveaway to the Biden administration. That's Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Newsmax. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer intends to jam through the border security deal next week. It's a bill that ties border security to aid for Ukraine and normalizes 5,000 illegal aliens coming here each and every day. This is a bill that we know is dead when it comes to the House in terms of any of the provisions that we believe are in it. We've not seen the text. We passed a bill last year that would actually do the job. Uh, we know what we need to do, and it's enforced the law. Texas Congressman Chip Roy on Fox. By the way, 150 House Democrats voted this week against legislation that would deport illegals convicted of drunk driving. Republicans can only afford to lose two votes when it comes to impeaching DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and they've already lost one. This is not a high crime or misdemeanor. It's not an impeachable offense. This is a policy difference. That's Colorado's Ken Buck on MSNBC. ICE announced the arrests of 171, quote, potentially dangerous, unlawful, present non-citizens. The result of what they call a nationwide enforcement effort. One in four who have already been convicted of horrible, almost unspeakable crimes. But thousands come every day and one in Houston identified as Oscar Vasquez Guzman is under an ice hold in jail charged with murder in a case last week. Road rage shooting a 19 year old dead on the southwest freeway. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is sending officers from the Florida National Guard and Florida State Guard to help Texas defend the border. If we could send additional personnel to help Texas put up as much of this wire or barricades as possible to be able to drive those numbers to zero, well, I'm going to step up and do it. DeSantis talking to KTRH's Sean Hannity. A take-back-our-border trucker convoy is scheduled to arrive in Caimano, which is north of Eagle Pass, tomorrow. Trucker Kip Coltrane says there are a lot of people behind them. You have such a hand of support there because Americans in America are sick of the junk that goes on in Washington. They get old. The mainstream media calls this a resistance, but he says it's not. Be what we're supposed to be, good people, on the move, praying to God. I don't see that as an issue, so that's kind of what the convoy set up to do, and that's where it's going, that's what it's for. And you don't need a truck, you can join in a car, he says. 504 on KTRH. Kamala Harris was not ready for prime time. That's the conclusion that reporter Charlie Spearling reached in his new book, on Joe Biden's number two. It's what happens when you have a very popular politician from a one-party state like California emerge onto the national stage and then think that somehow you're going to connect with voters on a national level without gaining the necessary experience. Spearling with KTRH's Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, the book titled Amateur Hour. Speaking of which, the White House had a crisis every month last year, but political analyst Debbie Georgiana says... You didn't hear about it. The media doesn't cover the scandals, the incompetence, ineptitude, in fact, frankly, scandalous behavior coming out of the Biden administration. Such as an impeachment inquiry, cocaine in the White House. So which scandal is worst? The abandonment of the southern border, because that is an existential threat to America's sovereignty. Had the Trump administration been in place during all of this? George Addis says the mainstream media would have been all over it. Speaking of scandals, Dr. Anthony Fauci spoke last night and called for resistance against anyone who didn't believe in the COVID vaccine or the lockdowns. Push back on this normalization of untruth. Don't accept it as, well, that's the way things are. Fauci at Georgetown University yesterday. While we're talking about the Chinese, are they now trying to cover up an economic crisis by hiding unemployment numbers? China appears to be making progress on youth unemployment, if you take their word for it. The Chinese have always historically lied about almost all of their economic data for over a decade now. Foreign policy expert Harry Kazianis tells KTRH Chinese economic data has no merit at all. There's just no way that you can trust anything they say. And a lot of it's based on the fact that the Chinese, of course, want to claim someday in the next few years that they're the biggest economy in the world. Kazianis isn't worried about that, though, because the fake numbers that the Chinese brag about would still be considered a crisis in the U.S. Ethan Buchanan, News Radio 740, KTRH. Thanks, Ethan. The January unemployment report comes out at 730. The number that we're expecting should be less than the 216,000 jobs that the economy added in December. According to new Labor Department figures, 22 million Americans chose to work part time in December. That's an all time high. Economics reporter Paul Davidson says that includes many who have been forced back to work. We have retirees who have faced higher inflation and more financial strains, particularly lower wage people who have come back just to work part time, come out of retirement. He adds that changes to Obamacare are now allowing people to work part time and still get health care. The cleanup continues at Bush Airport. There were no injuries reported after fire suppression system malfunctioned yesterday, 
calling causing fire foam to spread across a United Airlines hangar. There's no concern that the public should have right now. There's no risk to public safety. The foam even covered cars in the parking lot but did not cause any delays or issues at the airport itself. Finally, the Rockets host Toronto tonight. We'll have the pregame at 6 and tip off at 7 on Sports Talk 790. In for Sheriff Fryer this morning, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's News Weather in Traffic Station, KTRH. My life. My life. My life. My life. My life. Life. My life. Happens here. News Radio 740. KTRH. The problem's more heard but not seen. Um, I have a, a couple of stories here about layoffs. First of all, layoffs, I don't mean to put a harsh on your uh, Friday morning buzz here, but uh, layoffs are up 136% in January to the second highest level on record. So we're starting to see some layoffs. Uh, job cuts by U.S. employers accelerated at the start of this year. A sign the labor market is starting to deteriorate, we're told, in the face of ongoing inflation and high interest rates. Then I saw this one. Okay, well, if layoffs are increasing and more people are starting to lose their jobs, what is your best bet to be one of the people that survives those cuts? Um, Because it is survival of the fittest, or in this case, it is the survival of the scene. Another story suggests that remote workers and middle managers are most likely to be let go during layoff season. Let's start with the remote workers. That one, I think, is pretty self-explanatory, right? If you are working remotely and your coworkers rarely, if ever, see you, more importantly, your bosses rarely, if ever, see you, out of sight, out of mind. It can even get to the point where when they start saying, well, who can we let go? They start looking for, it, it's easier to let go somebody who's not in the office, somebody you don't have to face, somebody who's, who maybe, whose face you, in name you can't even put together with each other. They're more anonymous. It's easier to fire somebody who's anonymous. Let them go. So I, I can see why a remote worker would you know, be in more danger of losing their job than somebody who's in the office all day. I mean, something to consider about whether or not you want to work remotely, even if you can, or whether or not you should maybe be in the office. Middle managers are also vulnerable because, well, they're middle managers. You know, the, the upper echelon's not going to let them go. Then The worker bees who are actually making the products are not going to let them go. It's the people in between. 510, time for traffic and weather together. We're going to check out the drive right now with Sky Mike. Yeah, I got my little pocket radar here. Of course, fog doesn't show up. I don't think Terry's Mega Doppler 9000 shows fog either. So uh, maybe our listeners will tell us a little something about it. Let's check. Uh, let's. You know what? Let's flip over. Hit, get your hard hats on. We're going over to the Fred Hartman Bridge, Baytown side. Uh, going down from Missouri Street. Looks good. Beautiful view. Laporte, nothing. Uh, toll Bridge rocks. Now, if you live in the sticks and you work in Deer Park, that's easy going. And uh, 610, the Sherman Bridge, both ways. Uh, 225 to the Bud Plant. Either way, if you work at Lyondale Bissell, you're having an easy ride in so far. Uh, let's go tip line. 713-212-TIPS. Ben from Atascacita. Hi, Mike. Good morning. East Tech Freeway and Katy Freeway heading towards Katy. That makes sense. Uh, no visibility delay at all. I have not seen any uh, fog. All right. My first banana sticker of the morning. We're in the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. <laughs> I got you, babe. I got you, babe. I'll sing. I got you, babe. Wake up, campers! Uh, 5.11 is our time. Let's check in with uh, Terry. 
uh, and uh, get was a little that forecast. On purpose? Yes, it was on purpose. I love it. Yes, it's Groundhog Sunny Day. And oh! It's Groundhog Day today. It's Groundhog Day. I am up here with my feet on the desk and a cup of coffee, just waiting for the uh, forecast to the, come to the, me. The official proclamation. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, while we wait on that, what do you see out there outside of our windows and doors? Well, um, I see some fog, as Sky Mike mentioned, and no, my radar does not pick up fog. It picks up things falling from the clouds, not the clouds that are on the ground already. Uh, but that shouldn't hang around very long. Um, I think we're going to get through today dry. It's going to be another decent day. Similar to yesterday, temperatures making it into the low to mid-70s. That cold front's getting closer, though, tonight. We're going to see those showers and storms start to move into southeast Texas tonight. There is that slight risk of severe weather, not only tonight, but briefly tomorrow morning. Heavy rain as well with some of these storms. 90% chance of getting wet tonight and tomorrow as well. Temperatures tomorrow just slightly cooler, near 70. That front clears out here. Actually, we'll see some sunshine in the afternoon tomorrow. But Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, just blue skies and temperatures. We'll be back in the 60s. That's where they're supposed to be this time of year. Right now, 55 here at your official Severe Weather Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. The moment I wake up Before I put on my makeup I say a little prayer for you Walk home in my hand now And wondering what dress to wear now I say a little prayer for you So uh, President Biden went to the uh, National Prayer Breakfast where he swore <laughs> No, he did, he did. I mean, he didn't drop an F-bomb or, or, a, or a, you know, a D-A-M-N, um, but he did uh, drop a hell, which, you know, it's, it's, hard, it's almost hard to call that a swear word anymore. That, that is, that is it, it's, it's kind of one of those words that, you know, n- nobody even blinks an eye at anymore, but it, but it did seem like a, a rather interesting choice. When you're at a national prayer breakfast, because you would think, you know, you're, you're, you're surrounded by religious people and you wouldn't want to offend anybody. And, and, and you would, uh, you know, certainly there are ways to express yourself without using hell, but at any rate, he did. Uh, so here he is, uh, with the offensive word at the national prayer breakfast and some response from the ladies on outnumbered on Fox. We really go at one another. Remember, let's remember who the hell we who we are. We're the United States of America. It's all about dignity and respect. So let's start practicing. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back. I love that he tried to change, Emily, the word hell. It seemed like he wanted to change it to hell real quick, as if that makes Hello. sense. Hello. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yep, we all got what he meant. Um, yeah, not surprised by that. I mean, I'm, we usually need a... What's it called when you have the translator thing on the bottom for him? Yeah, it's him. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Elmo, bring us together, he says. Prayer breakfast, bring us together. He could model the behavior he's advocating for. Yeah, he could. And yet, I just keep thinking of him in Philadelphia with the blood-red background, sounding on the podium and calling half of America terrorists. Correct. That brings us together a hell of a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. A hell of a lot. (laughs) 
MAGA extreme. If he could just el- eliminate the term MAGA extremist, MAGA extremist from his vocabulary, I think maybe that would help a yes. little bit to prove that he really does want to bring people and together. lose yeah. the MAGA as a clear and present danger and uh, a threat to democracy. Yeah. But yet, let's all unite. Let's do it. Totally. Good <laughs> advice. Let's take it, Mr. Uh, President. Yeah, you know, you know, of all the things he does that that we can all find offensive, I think saying hell is one you know, pretty low on the list when you get right down to it. You know, I, I, I'm almost offended daily by the things he says, but it has nothing to do with him swearing. 520 here on Houston's Morning News. Time for traffic and weather together. All right, Sky Mike, what are you seeing out there? A little uh, fog, maybe? I, I are you think, getting more reports of fog? I think so. I'm a, that's a question. Can I see? Can you see? Here's Joe from Conroe. Hey, Sky Mike. Visibility is a little tough up here in the Conroe area. Not too bad once you hit 45, but then when you hit the Hardy, it's back down to about 100 yards. All right, big shots. Let's check your Grand Parkway. Here's Paul from Conroe. Between 249 and 290 in some places. It's quarter mile visibility. Fog is out there, and I guess patchy and dense in some places. Oh, got your Crosby Freeway. Hey, Scott Mike, you cross the county line there and hit the trees. Fog starts stays that way all the way in to about Sheldon. That's when you get out of the fog there. A little spotty when you come in on the new park getting into downtown. That's uh, Cedar Bayou, I think, that borders the county's Gordon, Pearland. It's got my, it's, uh, pretty foggy here on 288 uh, going north towards the belt, but uh, everybody seems to be behaving so far. All right, problem free. The question is, can you see Stephen F. Austin? Because usually he stands out. Uh, we've got Katy Freeway traffic coming up in the 530 in the com traffic center. From our KTRH, top tax defenders 24-hour weather forecast for today. We're looking at the fog in some spots, obviously. Clouds early, then partly cloudy, 72. Tonight, rain, thunderstorms late, gusty winds uh, with an overnight low of 61. Tomorrow morning, showers and thunder showers becoming partly cloudy with a high of 71. And then sunshine, but 20 to 30 mile per hour winds on Sunday with a high of 70. Right now, the temperature is... Double check it for you. 55. We're up one. 55 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. Chair is off again today. Here with some of our top stories. Here's Cliff Saunders. Thanks, Jimmy. Nikki Haley doubles down on staying in the GOP race through Super Tuesday. One person killed in a house fire in northwest Houston last night. And tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is $333 million. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 530. News goes in one year, 2023, and out the other, 2024, a big news year, going to be a big one, News Radio 740, KTRH. Five twenty-two now here in Houston's morning news stories, obviously out of Boston, um, where um, they're dealing with the illegals. You, you notice we've had stories out of New York and in just about every other blue city where they are trying to figure out or having a difficult time dealing with where to put all the illegals, where to house them. So they, when they run out of hotel rooms. They end up going to schools and other places, which, of course, upsets the taxpayers of those cities, you know, who, whose kids' education in New York City was disrupted because illegals were taking over the school and their kids have to have to learn remotely. We know how well that went during COVID-19. This story is out of Boston, where in a, um, let's just call it an impoverished or disadvantaged neighborhood, they have a rec center there. And rec centers are kind of an important thing for kids 
in those types of neighborhoods because otherwise they're going to be on the streets. And there's nothing good happening for young people on the streets in the inner city. You, you need to have some place to go where they can play sports and they, where they can, you know, they can kind of be looked after and, 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 and hopefully taught some very positive things, not have them hanging out on the streets. But this rec center has been closed so they can house illegals. Here is a uh, Boston mom. We'll have some reaction on the other end of it from the folks at Fox. But here is a Boston mom illustrating how upset she is that her child's rec center is now close to her. Probably to the streets. To the streets where most of them are already at. You know, and you know, like when we look for help, it seems like the state and the governor and them people, they push us away. They want to turn our children to animals. We want better for our community. But this right here is going to be a show. In my campaign, I did buck the advice of my consultants to go to the south side of Chicago, to go to the inner city of Philadelphia and Kensington. And what I saw, Laura, was widespread agreement on what are America first principles. Forget Republican versus Democrat. But the idea that we should use our own resources in this country to protect our own border when they're converting South Shore High School in the south side of Chicago to an encampment for migrants at $7,000 per migrant per month. That's offensive regardless of whether you're Republican or Democrat or black or white. And so I do see an opportunity to your point about the importance of winning this election. Not only can we win this election, I think we can win this in a landslide of a historic margin like Reagan did for the second term in, in 1984. I think Trump can for his second term in 2024 to say that, you know what, you're going to bring along a multi-ethnic working class coalition, man, woman, black, white, Democrat and even Republican independents alike to say that a nation has borders. America first means all Americans, not just the ones who agree with us on every other issue. And I think if we approach this that way, we're going to have, I think, a historic landslide this November that, dare I say it, could unite this country. That's what Vake Ramaswamy, obviously, responding to that Boston mom. I don't know about the landslide thing. I'd, I'd like to think that it could be a landslide. But uh, <laughs> do I have enough confidence in the electoral process to really think that it's going to end up being a landslide? No, I just I just hope that there's enough people voting Republican in that election, this 2024 presidential election, to supersede any shenanigans that might be going on, and there probably will be. 526 now here on Houston's Morning News. It is time to take a look at your money. Dan Schwartzman in again on this Friday morning. Good morning, Jimmy and Cliff. Coming up this morning, the January employment report is going to be out before the markets open. Economists believing that around 185,000 workers were added to payrolls last month. The unemployment rate is expected to have ticked up by a tenth of a percent to 3.8%. Big Oil opening their books today. Chevron beating earnings estimates and raising dividends by nearly 8% after posting record oil and natural gas production. ExxonMobil also has opened their books as well. I'll have those numbers for you coming up in our next update. Now, here's a potential work stoppage no one wants to see. Anheuser-Busch and the Teamsters Union have yet to agree on a new contract, the current labor deal expiring at the end of the month. Teamsters President Sean O'Brien tells the Wall Street Journal that beer production at the company's U.S. breweries will most likely come to a halt. Price of oil, by the way, now is dropping down to about $74 after a big drop yesterday. Meanwhile, uh, looking at the futures, pretty good so far. The Dow is up. Uh, it's pretty flat. NASDAQ up a percent. The S&P up six-tenths of a percent. I'm Dan Schwartzman, Bloomberg Business on News Radio 740 KTRH. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Houston's news, weather, traffic, plus breaking news 24 7. This is News Radio 740 KTRH. Live everywhere with the More of what's happening now from the John Moore Services Studios. 531 is our time. Houston's morning news on a Friday. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Cher is off again today, and Cliff is in for her. Among our top stories this half hour, Nikki Haley says she's in the race until at least Super Tuesday. Lloyd Austin, he takes the blame. And coming up at 538, they're laying people off to improve your customer service experience. <laughs> Details in the minutes ahead. First, we're going to go ahead and get you updated on the drive. A little fog out there, Skymine. Yeah, that's kind of the thing this morning. Let's go to the East Tex Freeway. Here's Gary from Grangerland. Traffic's actually pretty light, going pretty well, but there seems to be a collection of people in the left-hand lane <laughs> doing the speed limit. <laughs> All right, I will tell my friends that work at other radio stations to tell their listeners, one, get out of the left lane, and two, get a purpose in life. I'm Sky Mike. It's the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-hour weather center, some fog in spots this morning. Clouds early, becoming partly cloudy today with a high temperature right about 72. We'll get you the latest on the forecast. Take a look into the weekend. It's going to get a little stormy tonight and tomorrow morning. We'll ask Terry about the timing of all that when we talk to her in eight minutes. Right now, 55 at your official Severe Weather Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. It is time now for the news. In for Shara, here's Cliff Saunders. Thank you, Jimmy. 532 on KTRH, our top story. I am going to continue to go all the way through South Carolina. Then we're going to go on to Super Tuesday, and we're going to keep on going forward. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley on CNN refusing to drop out of the race despite losses in Iowa and New Hampshire and the fact that she trails Donald Trump in the polls badly in her home state of South Carolina. The former president has an eight-point lead on Joe Biden in Georgia polling. 51 to 43 percent Trump lost Georgia by less than one quarter of a point in 2020. Meantime, the Dems are trying to keep Trump jammed up in court all year, but former federal prosecutor Andy McCarthy told KTRH's Clay Travis and Buck Sexton that one case in New York will wrap up before the election. If he loses the case, it's another New York jury that had it in for him. But if he beats the case in Manhattan, which he could do because it's such a stupid case, that's going to discredit everything else in the lawfare campaign. And that would really be a coup for him. You can listen to Clay and Buck at 11 on KTRH. President Biden will be at Dover Air Force Base today as the bodies of three soldiers killed last weekend in a drone attack by 
Iranian proxies in Jordan return home. There's still no retaliation from the administration. Iran has been training and arming and equipping and advising all of these militias and terrorist groups for years. Who cares if they knew about this specific attack? They're responsible for what you see in Jordan. Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton there. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin speaks out about his hospitalization after cancer surgery in December and did a mayor culpa. I want to be crystal clear. We did not handle this right, and I did not handle this right. The entire country was kept in the dark about his hospitalization for days. 534 on KTRH. We have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. That was then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi all the way back in 2010 talking about Obamacare. Fast forward 14 years later, Chuck Schumer wants to do the same thing with border security. The deal that could go down allegedly allows for 5,000 illegal aliens to come here every day. I can't give you my opinion on a bill that isn't written, no one's read, and not just me, no one's seen it yet. That doesn't mean it's bad or good, it's just I don't know what it is. Florida Senator Marco Rubio on Fox This might make you spit your coffee out this morning. Illegals are living large in the U.S. when you add up all of the welfare benefits they get. The New York Times reported the average American would have to earn $300,000 a year to afford all the benefits given to illegals. Stephen Camerata with the Center for Immigration Studies has done similar research. We've estimated that if you just look at welfare programs, excluding other types of services, you're looking at over $40 billion a year that illegal immigrants are getting. He says all of that money comes out of our pockets. Every dollar any city spends on housing and health care, food and other assistance to illegal immigrants is money they don't have to spend on their own people. The biggest expense for illegals are public education and health care. Corey Olson, News Radio 740, KTRH. The illegal aliens arrested for beating up a New York City copper out of jail, released without bail, by the way, and reportedly headed to California. As Republicans are under fire for passing a $78 billion bipartisan tax bill. Critics like Chris Jacobs with the Juniper Research Group say it'll benefit illegals and expand the welfare state. This is the uniparty at work, and these subsidies will not only increase spending, they will also decrease work, and they disincentivize work. He calls it another missed opportunity for House Republicans to take a stand against wasteful government spending. Layoffs last month were up 136% from December. That's the second highest number on record and as if americans didn't have enough financial problems to deal with now child care is expensive as college is it's causing many families to make difficult financial decisions and at the same time think about what's best for their kids financial expert Derek kinney there new polling from the ford motor company reveals that more than half of all americans 51 percent would take a pay cut in order to get a better work-life balance And they're called ghost jobs, openings for positions that don't actually exist. And it's all about companies covering their legal bases. A company that is required by law, maybe they're a publicly traded company, to post a job that they've already tapped someone internally for that role. But they're still required to announce it to the public. Job recruiter Casey Haston, the January jobs report is out in two hours. As Biden tries to eliminate the use of fossil fuels, China has been tightening its grip on rare earth exports that are needed for Biden's green agenda. And Cliff, as expert Mark Morano says, it's just another area where the U.S. has become too dependent on China. 
China has a history. When they can dominate a certain commodity, they will withhold it to get political concessions and all sorts of you know, leverage in a geopolitical sense. And now there are growing calls to end this dependence and decouple from China. We can't mine this stuff in the United States due to our standards, but we're gobbling it up from China. And it's just a huge problem. We have some of the highest levels of rare earth in the world, but we're not allowed to access them. Right now, China accounts for roughly 70% of the world's output of rare earths. Thank you, Jeff. Gasoline prices keep rising another penny overnight across Houston to an average of $2.80 a gallon. And finally, today, February 2nd, Groundhog Day. We'll find out in under an hour if Punxsutawney Phil sees a shadow. If he does, we get six more weeks of winter. And for Shower Today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's news, weather, and traffic station, KTRH. The The very latest on your way to work. This is Houston's Morning News with Jimmy Barrett and Shara Fryer. This plane don't go Airlines is laying people off. 539 is the time here in Houston's Morning News. They're laying off 656 employees in their customer service department so that they can provide you with elevated customer service. I'm not laughing at that. I, I, I'm honestly. We're going to get rid of people in our customer service department so we can give you a better customer service experience. Wait, have you how ever does that dealt, work? Have you ever dealt with? airline customer service of course i have okay well then you know it's no fun what you're what are you assuming are you making an assumption that they're going to get rid of the deadwood and they're they're going to keep the people who are actually really good at customer service i would hope that they would get rid of the deadwood (laughs) yeah well you hope you can keep open all you want i guess um yeah I, i love i love the pr spin they put on these things Here's the here's the quote. Today we announced updates to our contact center organization that will help us better serve our customers. As part of these updates, we're creating a new customer success team that will be dedicated to providing more convenient elevated support to American Airlines customers with some of their most complex travel needs. Unfortunately, that means that some current positions will be eliminated. We're working closely with the impacted team members to support them through this transition, including providing exclusive access exclusive to job openings around American Airlines outplacement services and severance. That's 8.2% of their customer service related employees that wait, are going to be let go. Did they say customer service? Did they did, did they change the name? Did you catch that customer success? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. What a nice little spin on it. This is like when, and I hate to always use this as an example, but this is when Walmart, when they first started checking receipts of people leaving the store that had items in their cart that weren't in a bag, to make sure you didn't steal that, they would tell you, we're just making sure that you got all the discounts you're entitled to. They, would, they wouldn't tell you why they were really checking your receipt. You know, the, the spin on customer... 
on this kind of stuff just it, it, i don't is anybody buying this no <laughs> they keep trying 540 time for traffic and weather together oh, we're going to check in with name, you sky mike yeah what? i can name a few organizations that would run better minus a few people um sure uh, sir, less I, is more right sky mike i can't give you that information less is time. more less <laughs> is more in some places not in radio all right let's go uh we've got uh, fog is the issue this morning so far we're doing a great job of not bumping into, into each other on the main lanes except Gulf Freeway. My work wife, Christina Cruz, thinks something's happening at Woodridge, and I'm going to zoom that at 550. Uber Mike, dude. Good morning, Sky Mike. <laughs> Came in for the Woodlands. Nice and clear from there to the Hardy, other than huh? this fog. Okay. Make cookies with it. <laughs> All right. 18 Wheeler. I've got somebody in 18 Wheeler on 290. Good morning. Stand by. Oh, great. Now we're all hungry. Yeah, we do got some fog, some areas of water. Got a quarter of a mile of visibility. All right. Banana sticker, Chapel Hill Race. Steve from Spring. Hey, Mike. I found your fog. Holes for it in the Grand Parkway. No, I'm not one of the big shots, but your visibility is less than half a mile. No, no, you could be a big shot. Just get a toll sticker. I live in a ghetto house, and I'm a big shot. All right, let's go, Mike Magnolia. Hey, Sky Mike. Von Duden Schneitzel. Yeah, man, it's about 100-yard visibility out here in Magnolia this morning. Be careful. All right, fantastic job. I'm in the GeneratorSuperCenter.com traffic center. Terry, I know good and well there's people up in that golf ball in Tomball. I, who knows what they're doing in there, but I'll bet they can see fog up there. We're going Groundhog Day. I got you. It's Groundhog Day. 542 now from our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-hour weather center. Terry Smith is here. And, yes, she will be repeating repeating the same forecast over and over and over again. I wonder if she's dressed like Cher. (laughs) Or dressed like uh, Andy McDowell in the movie. Are you there, Terry? Yeah, no, I'm here. Okay. I'm enjoying the music. Oh. And, and yeah. I didn't realize the music would be that big of a distraction. <laughs> I love that music. Um, <laughs> yes, let's play that song over and over. So uh, the fog definitely is a factor this morning. It just kind of showed up here in the last hour or so. We do have a dense fog advisory till 8 o'clock this morning. So allow a little extra time or a little extra distance or both. It's going to turn out to be a nice day, though. We'll be partly cloudy and a little bit warmer than yesterday. Low to mid-70s. And in case you were getting used to all this nice weather, Mother Nature is going to go and mess it up. Cold front swinging through tonight. So we do have a 90% chance of showers, some storms, some heavy rain overnight. Same thing in the morning. 90% chance of showers, storms, and heavy rain possible. Now, by the afternoon, we're dry. We'll see some sunshine. Near 70 the high tomorrow. Lots of sunshine. Fantastic weather. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Temperatures will be in the 60s. That's where we're supposed to be this time of year. So just a little bit cooler than what we've got right now. Right now, 54 at your official Severe Weather Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. What you need to know for the day ahead. This is Houston's Morning News, brought to you by New South Window Solutions. It is a time here in Houston's Morning News. You've heard of doom spending, right? It's not spending getting ready for doomsday. It is um, the feeling like 
you're never going to be able to get ahead and get what you really want anyway, so you might as well just go ahead and you know live life for now and go ahead and spend whatever you got. It seems to be going on, and there's some parallels. Um, they were talking about yesterday on Fox Business with Charles Payne and Mike Green, some parallels, parallels between uh, the Roaring Twenties and the 2020s. In the earnings, uh, millennials and Gen Z, their spending was up 15%, by far the biggest of any uh, uh, demographic. They were 32% of all spending. Uh, Gen X was 37%. I mean, Gen X has multitudes of more money than Gen Z and millennials, and yet their spending is almost even. So you had this thing today, I just, I love it, this doom spending, right? Yeah. Where there's this no hope about the future, so spend everything right now, and the, the 35% of Gen Z does that, 43% according to Credit Karma, 43% of millennials. So when I see this and economic data comes out, Mike, it drives me crazy when everyone says the economy is strong, the American consumer is strong, household balance seats are strong. This is a sign of depression. Absolutely. I think that is that was exactly the point of the tweet that I was making. It's just that we're seeing behavior that is predictable in the context of nihilism, right? If I can't if I can't even bother to try to afford to buy a house, why am I trying to save the down payment? Why am I putting money aside? Let's live for today. And we saw that behavior in the 1920s in the United States. And unfortunately, we seem to be seeing in this generation now. Yeah, well, and we know it followed the 1920s, the Great Depression. I don't know if we're headed there. Let's hope not. Um, But on that note, we're also looking at people. If you spend all the money you've got, you become dependent on the government at some point. Uh, Preston Brashers will join us, research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Preston Brashears, actually. Uh, to talk about the welfare state, the growing welfare state, and even the Republicans are starting to participate in that. That's coming up next. First, we've got traffic and weather together, starting with you, Sky Mike. All right, I'm going to pitch from the stretch. I've got Roger from RC Trucking. I mentioned the Gulf Freeway a minute ago. Maybe something brewing right around Gulfgate. Sky Mike, I'm 45, Gulf Freeway, headed north at Woodridge. There's nothing happening here. Clear your sailing. All right. My work wife, Christina Cruz, put that in the system. No, no, no. She's not wrong. Let's don't go there. Uh, we're good. 22 minutes from the Gulf Freeway, NASA 1, into downtown. Shh. I'm Sky Mike, the Generator Supercenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH, Generator Supercenter 24-hour weather center, fog and spots, clouds early, becoming partly cloudy, 72. Rain tonight, thunderstorms late, gusty winds. Uh, that will continue into early tomorrow morning. Eventually, it will become partly cloudy for the rest of your Saturday with a high of 71. Uh, sunshine and gusty winds on Sunday. Right now, temperature is 55 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740, KTRH. We're checking out some of our top stories. In for Shara, here's Cliff. Thank you, Jimmy. Senate Democrats are trying to ram through their version of a border security bill. This just into us. Two people are shot on the Metro Rail after a fight in North Houston overnight. And over 120 passengers and crew aboard a Queen Victoria cruise ship are sick because of a stomach illness, the cause of which is unknown. At the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 6 o'clock. How bad things are. The 2024 election. What's really happening. Everything in your world. Here and abroad. News Radio 740. KTRH. More and more Americans are living on welfare or other forms of government assistance, and the Republicans are helping Democrats to grow the welfare state and shrink the workforce. Why? Why 
Why are we participating in this? uh, Preston Brashears joins us, research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. The bigger we grow government, the more likely government is to fail, don't you think, Preston? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look where we're at right now, $34 trillion of debt. And here we have, once again, the Republicans and Democrats getting together and they're spending more money that we don't have. Uh, and they're, the, the sad thing here is what they're doing is they're, they're calling it tax relief when the reality is what they're calling tax relief, only 8.5% of it is actual tax relief. The rest of it is just welfare spending. Okay, where, where is the money going? What, what, what are we spending this money on specifically? Yeah, so what they're doing and, and what you'll see is how it's being portrayed as just an expansion of the child tax credit. So most people might hear that and think, okay, that sounds fair enough. You know, it's expensive to raise kids. I have kids, so I get that. And, and if you're a hardworking uh, American that's going to work every day and, you know, working nine to five, and you get a little bit of an offset of, of, the, of your tax liability. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. When they're saying expanding the tax credit, they're not expanding it as in increasing it. What they're doing is they're, inc- they're, they're making it more available to people that are not working or are very loosely attached to the labor force, working very, very part-time or, uh, or even every other year. How are people who are barely paying taxes or maybe in some cases aren't really paying any taxes other than perhaps an occasional sales tax, how do they get entitled to a tax credit? Well, that's a, that's a good question. And, and really, I think the problem is uh, you know, I think both parties have just collaborated in, in, in muddling the waters, uh, muddying up the waters to, as to what is taxes and what is welfare. And so they do so much. And we've seen this, you know, from, from the IRS, they send out checks. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, sometimes those checks are legitimate refunds. And, you know, a lot of us will, will work and, and maybe we had too much withheld during the year and we'll get a refund. Again, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about uh, you, you have negative net income tax liability because the government is sending you checks, and that's it. It's quite amazing. Um, at, at some point in time, you, you have to wonder if this is just a collaboration between Democrats and Republicans to make more people dependent upon the government, because after all, the best way to secure your job is to make people dependent upon you. Yeah, I mean, what I would say is right now there is tremendous pressure on both parties. Uh, there is a lot of lobbying interest at stake on both sides uh, because there are business things at stake as well. And and there are some of those business uh, provisions in this bill that, you know, if they were crafted better, we would be I would be in favor of. But unfortunately, what they're doing here is they've they've really turned those, you know, what could be pro growth tax business tax provisions they've actually turned those into just basically uh, retroactive tax relief to to businesses which again you sending checks it doesn't matter if you're if you're sending checks to individuals if you're just sending checks to to businesses that's not growing the economy all that's going to do is is lead to inflation down the road true enough preston thanks for your insight appreciate it preston brochures research fellow at the heritage foundation it's 556 is News Radio 740, KTRH, Houston. Live everywhere with the IRN. Now, the latest news, weather, and traffic. It's more of what matters to you from the John Moore Services Studios. 6 a.m. is our time here in Houston's Morning News. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Shara's off today. Cliff Saunders is in for her. Among our top stories this half hour, you've got to pass that Senate border bill if you want to know what's in it. 
House Republicans can't afford to lose any more votes on Mayorkas. And coming up at 608, overrun by an army of monkeys. Details in the minutes ahead. You're in Houston's Morning News. First, we're checking out that morning drive again. Here's Sky Mike. All right, go freeway. Uh, if you have your in-car navigation and it was showing you a wreck at Woodridge, Christina took it out there. Shh, let's don't go there. We're wide open from Clear Lake Up. All right, uh, Ian from Bear Creek, I-10 West. Dude. I just passed underneath San Houston Tollway. The traffic is at a crawl. Uh, we've got this wreck now that just popped up. This is on the inbound eastbound lanes. It's two right lanes. We're backed up from Wilcrest. Looks like everybody's okay. Uh, we'll zoom in again at 610 in the Generator Supercenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH, Top Tax Defenders 24-hour weather center. We have some fog out there this morning in spots. It's a little thick in spots as well. Clouds early. Other than that, and becoming partly cloudy later in the day today with a high of 72. We'll take a look at the entire weekend. Part of it's rainy late night tonight, early tomorrow morning, and we'll get the latest on the storm when we talk to Terry at the Weather Channel in nine minutes. Right now, 54 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740, KTRH. It is time now for the news. In for Shara, here's Cliff Saunders. Thank you, Jimmy. 601 on KTRH. We're sponsored by Texas Endovascular Associates and our top story. If it's true, any Republican senator who votes for that ought to be voted out of office. That's the reaction of Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Newsmax with U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer planning to jam his border security bill through next week. It allows for 5,000 illegal alien crossings every day and billions in aid for Ukraine. Schumer plans a test vote next Wednesday. Bill negotiator Kirsten Cinema says criticisms of the bill are based on, quote, rumors and misconceptions. That's why senators want to read the bill and a chance to alter the bill. Fox's Chad Pergram. In case you missed it, 150 Democrats in the House voted no on a bill to deport illegal aliens with drunk driving convictions. House Republicans can only afford to lose one vote now in their attempt to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. That's because Colorado's Ken Buck is a no vote. If we start going down this path of impeachment with a uh, cabinet official, uh, we are opening a door as Republicans that we don't want to open. That is Buck on MSNBC. ICE announced that they have arrested 171 what they call potentially dangerous, unlawful, present non-citizens nationwide. Over the course of 11 days, our dedicated and committed law enforcement officers zeroed in on removable, at-large non-citizens. And there's this in illegal in Houston, identified as Oscar Vasquez Guzman, is in custody and under an ICE hold. He's been charged with the road rage murder of a 19-year-old man on Southwest Freeway last week. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is sending reinforcements to Texas to help defend the border. Officers from the Florida National Guard and the Florida State Guard. I think they're doing the absolute right thing by standing their ground. They have every right to defend the sovereignty of their state. DeSantis with KTRH's Sean Hannity. A rally in support of border security is making its way across Texas today. The Take Back Our Southern Border Convoy is heading to Kimado, about 30 miles north of Eagle Pass. It's just amazing to watch an outflow and support of people passing by that figure out what's going on. They see the American flags. It's just nuts. Trucker Kip Coltrane's part of the convoy and says it shows how sick Americans are of Washington, and you don't have to be a trucker to tag along. There's two other 18-wheelers that were entered beyond that. It was primarily cars. 
You don't have to be in an 18-wheeler to be cool in a convoy. They'll be in Kamado on Saturday, and Coltrane says they're going to gather to pray. Andre Perard, News Radio 740, KTRH. 604 on KTRH. Former White House reporter Charlie Spearling has written a new book on Kamala Harris and told KTRH's Clay Travis and Buck Sexton that the vice president is a polarizing, divisive figure in the Democratic Party. There's a lot of nervousness behind the scenes of what happens if Joe Biden can't make it to Election Day. Do we just automatically put Kamala Harris as the Democrat nominee? That's unlikely to happen. The only reason that Joe Biden's running again is because Kamala Harris isn't ready. The title of the book, by the way, is Amateur Hour. A good title for the administration that had a crisis to deal with every single month last year. The mainstream media, though, ignored most of them. Whatever occurs on the left is almost instantly dismissed because it's contrasted with, well, but, you know, look, at Trump is so dangerous. Political analyst Debbie Georgiana says most of the scandals paled in comparison to what's happening at the border. The abandonment of the southern border by the Biden administration is a conscious political choice to fill America with people who do not uh, have any legal right to be here, people the lefties as future Democrat voters. Even worse than the alleged Biden family corruption. Dr. Anthony Fauci's role in COVID has long been exposed, but he's calling for pushback now against anybody who's against the vaccine or the lockdowns. Once we accept that that's the way things are, the democracy is going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. It really will. And I'm not being hyperbolic about it. Fauci at Georgetown University yesterday. China wants to be our number one economic rival, but they need to lie about their unemployment numbers in order to get there. There's just no way that you can trust anything they say. And a lot of it's based on the fact that the Chinese, of course, want to claim someday in the next few years that they're the biggest economy in the world. China recently said their youth unemployment was at 14.9 percent, but foreign policy expert Harry Kaziana says those numbers are probably fake. The January unemployment numbers come out at 7.30. They're predicted to show a slowdown in hiring from the December number of 216,000 jobs. To make ends meet, a new record 22 million Americans picked up a part-time job in December. When times get tough economically, their hours get cut back or the amount of full-time jobs available becomes less because it's a lower economy. Some people think there's going to be a mild recession later this year. Economic reporter Paul Davidson says the numbers were across all demographics. We told you about a shooting at 551 that a couple of people hit at the metro rail in uh, northwest Houston. Police still looking for a gunman in that. And a warning from the FBI, sextortion of minors, mostly young boys, has increased by 700 percent since 2021. Males are socialized in some cultures as being perhaps more aggressive uh, and also more risk-taking, especially when they're going through that age cycle. I think that girls generally are more mature. Charlton State Criminology Professor Dr. Alex Del Carmen says the boys are coerced into sending the pictures and then forced to pay the offender to stop them from publishing them. Finally, the Rockets host Toronto tonight, pregame at 6 on Sports Talk 790. A trade yesterday, the Rockets dealing Victor Oladipo and three second-round picks to Oklahoma City for Stephen Adams. Adams hasn't played in a year, won't play the rest of this season either because of knee problems. In for Shara today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's News Weather and Traffic Station, News Radio 740, KTRH. You like free stuff? We all like free stuff. Guess what? Our iHeartRadio app is free. And free never sounded so good. 
not sure shocking an army of 3,500 marauding monkeys is going to help, but that's what they're dealing with in Thailand right now. There's a, well, here's the headline. The headline is worth uh, the whole story here. Attack of the primates. <laughs> Terrifying 3,500 strong army of marauding monkeys invade city center, forcing tourists and locals to flee and shops to close. Think about that. 3,500 monkeys. That's a lot. That's, doing, a, that's a big number. Doing monkey stuff. Monkey business. That's a lot of monkey business. And monkey business is, is not a good thing. They're climbing on people. You ever been um, in, a, in a, um, you know, a forest situation in the country that has monkeys? They're really very interesting to, to, to watch. They, I honestly haven't. They imitate humans. Uh, we went on a little tour. This was in a little island off uh, the coast of Venezuela. Uh, on a trip we took once, and they had this monkey enclosure where they had all these, you know, the monkeys were, were friendly, but they would come down and they'd try to, they'd try to steal your stuff. They'll come down and they like sunglasses. They come down, you know, if you got sunglasses on your head, they'd take your sunglasses and go up the tree. Or, or they'd steal your uh, suntan lotion. And they start they they start putting the suntan lotion on themselves because really they, that's, so you can imagine if they if they've been exposed to any thievery or that type of thing, can you imagine what thirty five hundred monkeys could do in a town where you've got shops and tourists, all the stuff they could steal? And in San Francisco, they would never be detained. That's right; they'd never be arrested or prosecuted. Six ten. Time for traffic and weather together. Let's go ahead and check out the drive once again. Sky Mike is here. We just cleared a little monkey business off the Katy Freeway, guys. Inbound, that was uh, two right lanes. Tow trucks ninja that wreck at the Beltway. It's out of the way. Two right lanes. It's a little thick from Wilcrest, but stay the course on the Katy. Uh, southwest, you're looking good too. Grand Parkway up is going all the way up into the canyon. Uh, Two ninety. If you had a grand march at your wedding, you're having an easy ride this morning into the West Loop. Six ten. Uh, we've got some road work. While it's a little quiet, let's talk about uh, West. Sam, and they're saying that there's going to eastbound. Who wrote this? West Sam doesn't go east and west. All right. Uh, Bel Air. They're saying that it's going to be some big road work this weekend. I'll try to get that straightened out. And uh, also, uh, 290, they're going to do some closures from Spring Cypress to Skinner Road in Cypress. That'll be a total closure start. That's what it's scheduled tonight, 9 o'clock. We'll keep an eye out right here. That's when you get your traffic from live AM radio. I'm Sky Mike in the Generator Supercenter.com Traffic Center. You know what, Terry? One time I dressed up like Sunny for Halloween. And I had the mustache. It was eerie how much I look like him. Hopefully, you're dressed like Cher this morning. <laughs> From our KTRH top tax defenders, twenty hour, twenty four. No, yeah, twenty four hours, not twenty hours. What? She might take four hours off. Twenty four hour, what? You know, for you know, for drinks and you know, little you know, little barbecue or something. Anyway, um, Terry Smith is here, and and today is Groundhog Day. Although, you know what, we have not mentioned. Yes. We have uh, Bee Cave Bob here yes. in Texas, the armadillo. Yes. He, he, he lives in Katy most of the year, but he heads out towards Austin oh. later later in the day today oh, to okay. to predict the weather. I don't know what his track record is. I know Punxsutawney Phil is only right about 39% of the time. Yeah. So uh, you're 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 you have a better track record than Punxsutawney Phil, right? Well, uh, you bet I do. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't waste your airtime on something less than that. Um, all right. So yeah, BK Bob. Who knew the armadillo would be the uh, head prognosticator in Texas? But you know what? I'm going to trust his forecast more than uh, Punxsutawney Phil. 
because even though he's not as cute as Phil, he's local. So he's got to know what he's doing. Um, I'm going to tell you this. It feels like springtime. I don't care what the animals are saying. It feels like spring today. We got the fog this morning. That should start to improve here in the next hour or two. We'll turn out partly cloudy. Low to mid-70s today. It's a little bit warmer than yesterday. Cold front, though, on the way with widespread rain tonight, especially late tonight. Widespread showers and storms. We're going to be watching for heavy rain. We may get some storms that uh, have some gusty winds with them tonight and tomorrow morning. They're out of here by the afternoon tomorrow. We'll be dry with some sunshine by tomorrow afternoon. Only slightly cooler tomorrow near 70. It's Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday when the dry air shows up. So we've got lots of sunshine. Temperatures mid to upper 60s on Sunday and low to mid 60s on Monday. But then we warm back up Tuesday. Right now, 55 at your official Severe Weather Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. News, traffic, and weather. You're starting your day right with Houston's Morning News. Brought to you by New South Windows Solutions. is our time. There's going to be testimony in Washington, D.C. It's not going to have anything to do, I don't think, with God. It's going to be the Bidens. James Biden, the president's brother now, has been scheduled to testify uh, under oath on February 21st. That is one week before Hunter Biden testifies. So James Biden has agreed to meet with the House and to get his sworn testimony. Uh, Representative Tom Tiffany on that bit of news and the whole Biden investigation. That is the question. What else is the White House sitting on? What else is the Biden family sitting on? That's been the question now for over a year. And uh, we just seek answers for the American people. And that's why Jim Biden should come in. And it's good to hear that he's going to come in and share information. I mean, really what this does, Maria, is this gives the Biden family an opportunity to be able to clear their names. Because this is really fishy stuff when you get these millions of dollars. What is it? Over $20 million that has went through 20 shell companies you know how did you get this money when it appears that there was no work done for it in regards to jim biden you know when you look at the trail of money from the chinese energy company there was four hundred thousand dollars that went to hunter biden he transferred one hundred fifty thousand dollars to jim and sarah biden then jim and sarah biden sent a forty thousand dollar check to joe biden and remember hunter commiserated on the laptop about how he had to give 10 percent to the big guy that 400000 that went to Hunter Biden ended up being $40,000 in Joe Biden's checking account. Answers are needed for the American people. We'll see if we get any answers. That remains to be seen. 620, time for traffic and weather together. Uh, let's get you up to date on the drive. Sky Mike, what's going on? Uh, we've got visibility in spots. That's been a thing all morning, especially I'm hearing Grand Parkway, East Tex, and uh, also 290. Let's go to the tip line, uh, East Tex Freeway. Here's Clayton from Splendora. Sky Mike. Peace, dude. Southbound between 1314 and North Park. They have an 18-wheeler in a car with two police officers off on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. People are slowing down, rubbernecking, looking at it. All right, just pure rubbernecking ignorance on the southbound. That's after 1314. Clayton from Splendor, that's a banana sticker, and an olive branch because I'm from Tarkington. Uh, Bryce, Magnolia. Good morning, Sky Mike. Dude. On 249, uh, everybody's opposed to speed, but we haven't seen fog like this in a while. It's a quarter mile. Some places even less. 
So be careful out there, everybody. Happy Friday. This is the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH Top Tax Defenders 24-hour weather center for today, we are looking at... uh, a little bit of fog in some spots as our drivers have been reporting. Clouds early, becoming partly cloudy. 72 today. Rain with thunderstorms late tonight. Gusty winds. And by the way, those the rain showers and storms will last into early tomorrow morning. It will eventually become partly cloudy. 71. Sunny and gusty winds. 20 to 30 miles per hour. 20 to... Easy for me to say. Sunny with gusty winds. 20 to 30 miles per hour in the afternoon on Sunday, right about 70. Right now, temperature is 54 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. Let's get you caught up on some of our top stories this morning. In for Shara, here's Cliff. Despite the losses, despite the bad poll numbers, Nikki Haley says she's in the GOP presidential race through Super Tuesday. Capitol Police won't press charges against a former Democrat Senate staffer for filming a sex tape in a Senate room hearing. And Hulu is going to start a password-sharing crackdown in March. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 630. What's happening right now? Keeping you in the know. Exactly what we want to know. And in the now. Right now. News Radio 740. KTRH. Administration is a natural disaster. In fact, they're kind of a members of the uh, Disaster of the Month Club. We saw an interesting article in the Federalist where they went through every month of this last year, and there was a, at least one debacle, disgrace, or scandal or train wreck. Literally, literally a train wreck in February in East Palestine uh, that has occurred during this administration. Debbie George Gaddis joins us, political analyst and podcast host. Um, it's, it's hard to compete with the Bidens when it comes to creating disaster. <laughs> Good morning, Jimmy. Yes, it is. It's hard to compete. And some of the disasters uh, are kind of in the gas arena where people think, well, that kind of, those kind of things happen. But others are very serious. I think they're infringements of the rights of the American people. And many of them are very serious, uh, more than more than just humorous gaffes, a very serious uh, wrongdoing, I believe, in the Biden team's part. Well, let's let's give a couple of examples here and get your reaction to it. Let's go way back to over a year ago in January. That's when the classified document scandal broke. You know, Joe Biden having classified documents in his garage next to his his uh, Corvette. And um, they made a big deal out of um, President Trump having classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. They didn't say diddly, though, about uh, President Biden's papers, did they? Absolutely not. The raid in Mar-a-Lago with President Trump's documents, which he actually was the president and had the authority to remove them, that was in August of 2022. And there was just hysteria for weeks in the media. But when the Biden documents were discovered, it just went, the story went away almost immediately. In February, he snubbed the folks in East Palestine. He's going to go there a year later. What is the point of going there a year later? And by the way, did you see Corinne Jean-Pierre? Spend about two minutes trying to answer the question if Joe Biden was willing to drink the water in East Palestine? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> it is very hard to defend this man. And, you know, the, the odd thing about this, obviously, Joe Biden couldn't have solved anything uh, in East Palestine if he went there the next day after the train wreck. But it's more symbolic of is this a man who loves and is expressing love and concern for the American people? It was very much a dutiful fine. If I have to go there, I'll show up appearance. And it really was offensive to the people who live there. Some of the other things that he did, and, and you know, like I said, it's, it's one every month. But in, in March, here's one. He, the Biden administration actually, I'm not going to blame him specifically, but the administration sympathized with the transgender school shooter. I mean, you want to talk about tone deaf. Tone deaf. And yes, again, American people, again, Biden couldn't solve that problem, but you're supposed to express concern and sympathy and, and care for the American people. People expect it out of their leaders. And, yeah, the sympathy was actually for the shooter, uh, who obviously was suffering from mental problems, uh, and not these families who lost innocent children they sent to school that day. It was a way past tone deaf. But, yeah, I think among the worst things that, that are listed in this great article on a Federalist, I think the border crisis, we're almost desensitized to it. There, we just, the southern border's been abandoned, new numbers every month, break records of the previous month, and yet we all just go, yeah, well, that's the Biden team. They don't enforce the border. And, and the, it, we almost, we need a more serious discussion of why don't they enforce the border and what the consequence would be for America in the future. How much more damage do you think would have been done to the Biden administration if the mainstream media had been willing to report on these things? Oh, my gosh, what a good question. You know, actually, I think the American people would have been turned more uh, firmly against the Biden administration more strongly. I think when the media doesn't report it and it goes away in a few days, then only conservative pundits and talk show hosts are bringing it up. It makes them seem like it's a kind of a unfair attack because we're not hearing anything else about it. But yes, I think if the mainstream media consistently talked about the border abandonment, which I think is massive, I think the ongoing abuse of the criminal justice system, uh, going out to J6 people, um, I think even the um, anti-Semitic comments that's, uh, that are really attributable to, to left-wing supporters, anti-Semitic terrorist sympathizers, and, and the China issue, these are big, big issues. China money flowing into the Biden family bank account. These are these are approaching the level of impeachable and perhaps even treasonous. But the media just covers it up as soon as they can get it out of the headlines. And on they march. Right you are. Debbie, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Political analyst and podcast host Debbie George Gattis joining us at 627. It's time to take a look at your money. Dan Schwartzman is here. Good morning, Jimmy and Cliff. Big World opening their books. Chevron beating earnings estimates and raising dividends by nearly 8% after posting record oil and natural gas production. ExxonMobil also surpassing earnings forecasts for the first time in three quarters. Adjusted fourth quarter earnings were 26 cents per share higher than the Bloomberg consensus. Meanwhile, the price of oil after a big drop yesterday, it's currently hovering only around $74 a barrel. Let's look at the futures. The Dow is up a little over a tenth of a percent. NASDAQ is closing in on being up 1.1%. The S&P is up two-thirds of one percent i'm dan schwartzman bloomberg business on news radio 740 ktrh houston's news weather traffic plus breaking news 24 7 this is news radio 740 ktrh more of what's happening now from the john moore services studios 6 30 our time houston's morning news i'm jimmy barrett shara's off today she'll be back on monday cliff saunders is in for her among our top stories nikki haley says she's staying in the race until at least super tuesday lloyd austin takes the blame 
And coming up at 638, there's a theater in Ohio that wants to help you have your own Groundhog Day. Details in the minutes ahead here on Houston's Morning News. First, we're checking out that morning drive again. Here's Sky Mike. All right, KTRH and iHeartRadio listeners, the first to know when something's going on the roadways. Get it right here. Hey. Inbound 290 at the Gishy exit. Got two separate accidents taking up right, two right lanes on both of them. All right, we're going to let the rest of the media know just to be fair and uh, watch out coming in from Cyprus. We'll zoom it at 640. It's your GeneratorSuperCenter.com traffic center. From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-hour weather center, we do have some fog in spots this morning. Clouds early, becoming partly cloudy today with high temperature right about 72. We're keeping an eye on tonight and early tomorrow morning. That's when it could get stormy around here. We'll talk to Terry about that in about nine minutes. Right now, the temperature is 55 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. It is time now for the news. In for Shara, here's Cliff Saunders. Thank you, Jimmy. It is 631. We are sponsored by Texas Endovascular Associates. Our top story. Did you think it was inappropriate when the RNC chair, Ronna McDaniel, suggested that you need to drop out uh, because she didn't see a path for you? I absolutely think it was inappropriate. We've had two states that have voted. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley telling CNN she won't drop out of the race even after losing those two states and polling behind Donald Trump in South Carolina. Now, as Trump awaits a judgment in the $370 million New York City civil fraud case, former federal prosecutor Andy McCarthy told KTRH's Clay and Buck the Dems are hanging their hats on D.C. and the January 6th trial. They've blown past every single norm you can imagine to get this guy. I think they're so determined to get that case to trial, they would try to push it to trial, even though it's two to three months. Clay and Buck are on at 11 this morning on KTRH. President Biden scheduled to be at Dover Air Force Base today to receive the bodies of the three soldiers killed last weekend in a drone attack carried out by Iranian proxies. They've raised their lives in harm's way. They risked it all. And we'll never forget the sacrifices and service to our country that the dozens of service members who were wounded and are recovering now. There has yet to be any retaliation for the attack. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin finally talked about his hospitalization from cancer surgery and admitted it was handled wrong. It was a gut punch. And frankly, my first instinct was to keep it private. Which he did for days. 633 on KTRH. Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer plans to ram through a border security bill next week, one that normalizes 5,000 illegal aliens coming to the U.S. every day. Senate Republicans who didn't negotiate this are skeptical. I don't believe that a president is somehow going to enforce a stricter law on the border. He doesn't want to do this. He won't do it, no matter what law we pass. The New York Times, by the way, that was Florida Senator Marco Rubio. No wonder illegals are surging at the border. They're getting billions in benefits from the government. Stephen Camerata with the Center for Immigration Studies says the biggest is public education. There are about four million children of illegal immigrants in public school, though many of them are U.S. born. That's costing at a minimum $70 billion a year. The New York Times reports that the average American would need to make $300,000 to afford the benefits given to these illegals. It's more of the same from House Republicans who passed a $78 billion bipartisan tax bill this week. But Cliff, it's not going to provide much for conservatives and hardworking families. Over 90% of the benefits 
go to people who do not have income tax liability. It is a straight government, straight cash money homes that the government is is sending people checks. You're disincentivizing people from working. That is author and advocate Chris Jacobs. The bill restores some business tax benefits, but most of all, it grows the welfare state. We have $34 trillion worth of debt. We need to cut spending. We don't need to expand spending and expand the welfare state. He says it will lead more people onto government roles rather than payrolls. Thank you, Jeff. Layoffs in January were up by 136% from December, and PayPal is cutting 9% of its workforce this year. As if you didn't have enough financial hoops to worry about, child care prices continue to rise. Child care is now almost as expensive as the cost of college. Well, it's causing consumers to make difficult choices. One spouse may have to stay at home, or do they work just to pay for child care? Financial expert Derek Kinney tells KTRH pumping up minimum wages is a factor in rising prices. Rising minimum wages and the effect of inflation that still lingers and high interest rates, all of those things combined cause a very combustible situation. Kinney says to drive prices back down, we'll have to return to community-based child care. Ethan Buchanan, News Radio 740, KTRH. By the way, 51% of Americans say they would take a pay cut for a better work-life balance. That's according to new polling from the Ford Motor Company. Companies post job openings for positions that they don't actually plan to fill. They're generally called ghost jobs. Casey Haston is an executive job recruiter and says there is generally nothing nefarious involved. Well, a ghost job is one of those jobs where you apply to and it seems like your resume goes into a black hole. And that's because the job doesn't really exist. Frustrating for applicants, ghost job postings are a way for businesses to collect and maintain a large pool of candidates to hedge their bets against an uncertain future. Nikki Courtney, News Radio 740, KTRH. Thank you, Nikki. And a clear move against the United States, China has issued a ban on rare earth technologies. China has a history. When they can dominate a certain commodity, they will withhold it to get political concessions and all sorts of you know, leverage in a geopolitical sense. That is Mark Morano at the Climate Depot who says the U.S. has become too dependent on China because of the green agenda. Speaking of which, Tesla just announced a recall of 2.2 million vehicles in the U.S. because of an incorrect font size on warning lights. And gas prices keep going up around Houston, up a penny to 280 a gallon. 6.37 on KTRH. It's Groundhog Day, and Punxsutawney Phil made his prediction for the rest of winter. But what this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. An early spring is on the way. Keep in mind, though, Phil is only right 39% of the time. In for Shara today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's News Weather and Traffic Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. I live in Spring. I live in Katy. Your reliable forecast next on the 10 on 740 KTRH. So Phil has spoken early uh, 
early end of winter. That's good. That's a good thing if it Phil turns out to be right. Now, if you are a big fan of the movie, I actually I I, I like the movie. I, I thought the movie was really cute. Of course, I I like Andy McDowell. She's kind of hot. Can I make an admission? I've never seen Groundhog Day. What is it with you not seeing movies that every other American has seen at least ten times? What is it with you? Well, here's something. We're going to have to ship you off to Columbus, Ohio. Please don't. In, in Col- <laughs> no, I wouldn't go there, but you know why. Anyway, I'm getting off track here. In Columbus, Ohio, there's a theater chain there that is doing 24 hours of... Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Kind of ironic when you think about it, right? What, the, what they're doing is you get to watch the movie over and over and over again. You get to relive the Groundhog Day movie over and over again, just like the movie you he relives the day over and over again. Um... They're charging like 40 bucks to get in. That includes, by the way, unlimited refreshments. So you can get all the popcorn that you want and all the soda that you want. They're doing a little contest of it. I think there's a cash prize at the end of it for the person who can stay awake the longest. Uh, you're allowed to bring a pillow for your comfort, but you are not allowed to fall asleep. If you fall asleep, you're disqualified. So... It's a contest to see who can stay awake for all 24 hours of Groundhog Day. 6.40, time for traffic and, and weather together. If you fall asleep, we'll put a mustache on you. We'll drop <laughs> with a magic marker. Sure we will. Or maybe maybe we'll just put, you know, Hunks of Tawny Phil in your lap and let you wake up that way. That, that, that would be awesome. That would get, get your attention. All right, 290. I've got uh, my friends at Transstar scrambling. We're trying to get a camera shot of this. This is where I need your help. We're very. I know we have a uh, very strong presence on the northwest side. So uh, if you had a Grand March or dark beer at your wedding, you can help me figure out 290. Uh, earlier caller, my elevator friend, said they had a wreck at Mushki. I think it's closer to Mason. I'm not sure about this direction, but I know it's two right lanes, and I'm not seeing much of a spackle so far since it's Friday. So do it for me on the tip line. 713-212-TIPS. Help us out here. Uh, let's see. Who is this? Hi. It's Scott Mike. Scott from Wallaceville. Hey. Some, got some Uber Stankery on the Gulf Freeway. Well said. Just right here at Tiki Island. I'm not sure what it is because I'm stuck in traffic. All right. Coming off the causeway. I see that uh, going southbound, actually, before the causeway. I've got a report of a wreck. We'll get you some laneage. I know. At 650 in the GeneratorSuperCenter.com traffic center. Nice belly button there, Cher. <laughs> I got you, KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-Hour Weather Center. Terry Smith is here. Punxsutawney Phil has spoken. Yes. He says we will get in early spring. Yes. What does Terry say? I say we're on track to make it through February like February should be. What do you call that? I call it winter, but not kind of the Philadelphia winter. So, um... We will have a spring-like day today, and then after today, the temperatures do cool down, but they cool back to where they're supposed to be. So a uh, little bit of fog out there this morning. <laughs> That'll start to improve here in the next hour or so. We'll turn out partly cloudy, low to mid-70s today. What a treat. Love this weather. But there's a cold front headed our way, and showers and thunderstorms will start to roll into town tonight, mainly after midnight. Some heavy rains possible, some stronger storms with gusty winds tonight. 90% chance of showers and storms tomorrow morning. Afternoon's dry. We'll see the sun. The temperature's a little bit cooler near 70 tomorrow. 
And then Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, just sunshine and comfortable temperatures, but February temperatures, mid to upper 60s Sunday, and a little bit cooler, low to mid 60s on Monday. By the way, if you are a fan of the uh, Groundhog Day movie, AMC starts showing it at 10 o'clock this morning for 24 hours straight. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. You can watch it over and over again and have your own Groundhog Day. Uh, temperature right now, 55 at your official severe weather station. News Radio 740 KTRH. Six forty at our time here on Houston's Morning News. We've been having a little fun with the whole Punxsutawney Phil thing all morning. Turns out, though, that uh, Phil is not the only weather prognosticating animal. We mentioned that we have a um, an armadillo that that forecast uh, the weather here in Texas, but we're far from the only other one too. Oregon's Fufu the Hedgehog is at the Oregon Zoo. They have a hedgehog that predicts when winter will end. In Florida, they have a burrowing owl. I don't think the owl has a specific name. In North Carolina, they have Pisgah Penny the Squirrel. They've been doing that for about 10 years in Braveyard, North Carolina. It's a white albino squirrel, I guess, that predicts the weather. In New York, they have a chicken named Henrietta (laughs) that predicts the weather. In Connecticut, they have Scramble the Duck. I mentioned uh, BK Bob the armadillo here in Texas. Oregon has Stumptown Phil the beaver that also predicts the weather. I don't know if their records are any better than Punxsutawney Phil's, which we've already mentioned to you this morning, is only about a 39% accuracy rate. 6.50, time for traffic and weather together. We're checking out the drive once again. Here's Sky Mike. Or somewhere. There we are. Andrew from Waller, dude. Hey, Sky Mike. That accident on 290 is inbound right at Mason Road. There are two accidents, mm-hmm. both on the right side. All right. Looks, looks like they're about to ninja that shortly. So uh, I'm not seeing a big backup. Just be careful coming in from the northwest side. All right. Uh, new problem popped up here. I'm going to share this with the ladies on TV. Gulf Freeway outbound right before the causeway. Scott from Wallaceville gave me this wreck here. Transstar's working on a camera shot as we speak. I've got backups from Tiki Island trying to get on to Galveston. I'm Sky Mike on the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-hour weather center, we have some fog in spots this morning. Clouds early, becoming partly cloudy. High today right about 72. Rain with some thunderstorms late. Gusty winds are possible tonight. Low 61. Morning showers and thunder showers becoming partly cloudy after that. 71 and then sunny and windy on Sunday. Right now, temperature 55 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. Let's get you caught up on some of our top stories on this Friday morning. In for Shara, here's Cliff. Thanks, Jimmy. Chuck Schumer wants to pass the border bill to find out what's in it. Harris County commissioners give Toll Road Authority Director Robert Trevino a raise 40%. From $350,000 to $485,000 and a skyscraper the size of a, or rather a asteroid the size of a skyscraper, I can speak it, is expected to pass within 1.7 million miles of Earth today. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 7 o'clock. My life. My life. My life. My life. My life. Life. My life. Happens here. News Radio 740. Hey. KTRH. 
right, this is not a smoking in the boys' room situation. This is a vandalism in the boys' room situation. 652 here in Houston's Morning News, News Radio 740 KTRH. Story is out of Connecticut where evidently they put a tampon machine in the boys' bathroom. Because why? <laughs> because <laughs> no good reason that I can think of. Um, and the boys didn't like that very much, so they tore it down. And, of course, the principal's very upset, very upset. Here's Greg Gutfeld riffing on the situation. Connecticut teenage boys, aren't they all, <laughs> ripped down a tampon dispenser just 20 minutes after it was installed in their high school bathroom. <laughs> Which raises the question, why did it take so long? <laughs> the boys' tampon vending machine, and let's pause to appreciate the beauty of that wording, was installed as part of a new state law that calls for free menstrual products in at least one men's bathroom in every high school. Yeah, it's, it's a law that is about as logical as free aqua velva in a girl's bathroom. <laughs> In an email obtained by a Connecticut news site, the principal expressed his deep disappointment, quote, I am aware that the law says men's bathroom, but the actions today were the work of immature boys, not men. This is the most egregious instance of vandalism. It generally only happens in boys' bathrooms. You think? That's rich. This is the most egregious instance of vandalism? No, it's the most Heroic. Fact is, they are boys, and the only thing that upsets a woke lemming more is someone who's resistant to their brainwash. And adolescent boys are the least susceptible to woke. So it's not immaturity, it's common sense. Also, these boys are not men while pretending that girls are boys i think you've lost all credibility on this topic you're not a man you're a mouse and a ballless one at that now apparently the schools had other vandalism incidents including broken stall doors torn down soap dispensers and things stuffed in toilets and now an egregiously harmed men's tampon dispenser well what the hell do you expect you put a tampon dispenser in a teenage boy's bathroom and you think it's gonna make it through the end of the school year you should be grateful it lasted one day but mr principal maybe you shouldn't blame those boys for acting up perhaps it was just their time of the month ah, there you go 654 time for the timeline four pack of pre-event pit passes and tickets to monster jam at nrg stadium on saturday february the 10th we'd be glad to give them to you just tell us what year today's timeline's from underground in the garage section of the World Trade Center in New York City. It was February. A terrorist bomb explodes at the World Trade Center in New York. On television. I still haven't reached my fundraising goal for the library. Tim Allen is in the top ten with home improvement. Pay the fine on that library book I've had up for seven years. I am almost done with it. And new on the big screen. I'm reliving the same day over and over. Groundhog Day. Bill Murray stars in Groundhog Day. This is the third time. And on the charts. Duran Duran are new in the top ten with Ordinary World. What year was it? If you know, 713-212-5874. 713-212-KTRH. Good luck. Hey, we have ourselves a winner. He's out in Viter, which is um, about an hour and a half southeast of Houston. West Orange County. 
Uh, Tim is his name. Tim, congratulations. You get a four-pack of pre-event pit passes and tickets for Monster Jam at NRG Saturday, February the 10th. Enjoy the show, and thank you for listening to Houston's Morning News. This is News Radio 740, KTRH, Houston. Live everywhere with IRM. Now, the latest news, weather, and traffic. It's more of what matters to you from the John Moore Services Studios. 7 a.m. is our time. Houston's morning news on a Friday. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Cheryl's off today. She's back on Monday. Cliff Saunders is in for her. Among our top stories this half hour, you've got to pass that Senate border bill if you want to know what's in it. House Republicans can't afford to lose any more votes on Secretary Mayorkas. And coming up at 708, Houston progressives think Kim Ogg is just too tough on crime. Details in the minutes ahead. You're in Houston's morning news. First, let's check out that morning drive once again. Here's Sky Mike. All right, we have laneage. This is uh, I-45 Gulf Freeway coming onto the causeway. If you're playing along in your car, some of your navigation may say Tiki Island. Never mind why, but I fixed it. Uh, southbound before the causeway. Uh, we do have backups from 146 trying to get down from Texas City, and of course it's the causeway. You don't have much for alternates. 288, Orem. Both ways we're spackling up. Southbound, it's pavement repair. Northbound, I'm sensing a stall. We'll zoom that in 10 minutes. And the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH Top Tax Defenders 24-Hour Weather Center, we do have some fog out there this morning. Clouds early, becoming partly cloudy with a high temperature today right about 72. It's going to get a little stormy tonight and early tomorrow morning. We'll get the latest on that from Terry Smith. We'll be talking to her at the Weather Channel in eight minutes. Still 55 at your official Severe Weather Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. It is time now for the news. In for Cher again today, here's Cliff Saunders. Thank you, Jimmy. 702 on KTRH, our top story. It's an absolute giveaway for the Biden administration. That is Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Newsmax as the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer intends to jam through a border security bill next week, probably on Wednesday. The bill ties border security with aid for Ukraine and normalizes 5,000 illegal aliens crossing the border every day. This is a bill that we know is dead when it comes to the House in terms of any of the provisions that we believe are in it. We've not seen the text. We passed a bill last year that would actually do the job. Uh, we know what we need to do, and it's enforced the law. Texas Congressman Chip Roy on Fox. By the way, 150 House Democrats voted against a bill this week that would deport illegals who are convicted of drunk driving. Republicans can only afford to lose two votes when it comes to impeaching DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and they've already lost one. This is not a high crime or misdemeanor. It's not an impeachable offense. This is a policy difference. That is Colorado's Ken Buck on MSNBC. ICE announces the arrests of 171, quote, potentially dangerous, unlawful, present non-citizens, the result, they say, of a nationwide enforcement effort. One at four who have already been convicted of horrible, almost unspeakable crimes. But thousands come every day. One in Houston is under an ice hold and in jail, charged with the murder of a 19-year-old in a road rage shooting incident last week. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is sending officers from the Florida National Guard and the Florida State Guard to help Texas defend the border. If we could send additional personnel... 
to help Texas put up as much of this wire or barricades as possible to be able to drive those numbers to zero. Well, I'm going to step up and do it. DeSantis with our own Sean Hannity. A take back our border trucker convoy is scheduled to arrive in Caimano. That's north of Eagle Pass tomorrow. Trucker Kip Coltrane says there are a lot of people behind them. You have such a hand of support there because Americans and America sick of the junk that goes on in Washington. It gets old. The media calls this a resistance, but it's not. Be what we're supposed to be. Good people on the move, praying to God. I don't see that as an issue. So that's kind of what the convoy is set up to do, and that's where it's going. That's what it's for. He says you can join the convoy in a small car if you want. They're in Kamado on Saturday. 7.04 on KTRH. Kamala Harris wasn't ready for prime time. That's the conclusion that reporter Charlie Spearling reached in his new book on Joe Biden's number two. It's what happens when you have a very popular politician from a one-party state like California emerge onto the national stage and then think that somehow you're going to connect with voters on a national level without gaining the necessary experience. Spearling with KTRH's Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. His book, by the way, is called Amateur Hour. Speaking of which, the White House has had a crisis every month in 2023, but political analyst Debbie Georgiatis says you didn't hear about it. The media doesn't cover the scandals, the incompetence, ineptitude, in fact, frankly, scandalous behavior coming out of the Biden administration. We had an impeachment inquiry. There was cocaine found in the White House. So which scandal is worse? The abandonment of the southern border, because that is an existential threat to America's sovereignty. George Addis says the media would have been all over Donald Trump had his administration had these kind of consistent scandals. Dr. Anthony Fauci speaks and calls for the resistance against anyone who didn't believe in the COVID jab or lockdowns. Push back on this normalization of untruth. Don't accept it as, well, that's the way things are. Fauci at Georgetown University last night. While we're talking about the Chinese, are they now trying to cover up an economic crisis by hiding unemployment numbers? China appears to be making progress on youth unemployment, if you take their word for it. The Chinese have always historically lied about almost all of their economic data for over a decade now. Foreign policy expert Harry Kazianis tells KTRH Chinese economic data has no merit at all. There's just no way that you can trust anything they say. And a lot of it's based on the fact that the Chinese, of course, want to claim someday in the next few years that they're the biggest economy in the world. Kazianis isn't worried about that, though, because the fake numbers that the Chinese brag about would still be considered a crisis in the U.S. Ethan Buchanan, News Radio 740, KTRH. The January unemployment report comes out in 25 minutes, predicted to show a hiring slowdown. So we'll have those numbers for you later this hour. According to new labor figures, 22 million Americans chose to work part-time in December. That's an all-time high, and economics reporter Paul Davidson says it includes many people who've been forced back to the workforce. We have retirees who have faced higher inflation and more financial strains, particularly lower-wage people who have come back just to work part-time, come out of retirement. He adds that changes to Obamacare are now allowing people to work part-time and still get health care. The cleanup continues at Bush Airport. No injuries after a fire suppression system malfunctioned yesterday, causing fire foam to spread across a United Airlines hangar. There's no concern that the public should have right now. There's no risk to public safety. The foam covered cars in the parking lot. It did not cause any delays or issues at the airport itself. 
The Rockets host Toronto tonight, pregame at 6, tip-off at 7. Sports Talk 790 will have the game for you. And in for Shara Fryer today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's News Weather and Traffic Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. When you don't know, checking in is how to stay in the know. We know know exactly what is happening. News Radio 740. No, what's going to happen? KTRH. time here on Houston's Morning News. So the Houston Chronicle is coming after Kim Og. Progressives in Houston are coming after Kim Og. Now we got to remember, Kim Og got elected mainly because she had a huge campaign donation from... George Soros. Yes, sir. That is absolutely correct. But evidently, it turns out she's just not far enough left for the progressive left. The accusation is that her office has filed criminal charges in more than 4,500 cases in 2022 that judges... May I point out now how progressive most of our judges are in the city? Mm-hmm. How they let people out on bond without any cash or any you know multiple offenders, people who are out on multiple crimes, mm-hmm. sometimes felonies, mm-hmm. for no cash. In 2022, judges said that they lacked probable causes. So 4,500 cases, supposedly, the judges said lacked probable cause, which is the lowest burden of proof needed to detain and prosecute someone. I would like to question, of course, the judges here as to whether, you know, what they expected to see for probable cause and whether it would meet some other judge's definition of probable cause when it didn't meet theirs. Did you notice the timing of all this? Of course! You know, it, this is not the first hit piece that the Chronicle has done on, on no. Kim Og. No, Um but it goes back to a certain investigation into a certain county judge. And you mean the one that just got engaged? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think we, we all know what's going on here. And then it all comes down from Rodney. Yeah. Because he's the one who's in charge of the county. And he'd like to see her gone. So, um, you know. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. She, she has a very well financed opponent. Yes, Sean Tier is very well financed. So, um, you know she's got she's going to have a tough battle on her hands. There's no doubt about that. Seven ten. Time for traffic and weather together. Dan, I can see the fog now. We have got a little light going on out there, Sky Mike. It's no, pretty thick. And I'm still getting causal about that. We'll get to that shortly. I think Robert from Crosby's got an update there. Two eighty eight southbound at Orem. That is some pavement repair. And the force tells me there's a stall northbound at Orem. We just can't get eyes on it. Uh, we've got backups now from the south belt. Uh, Aaron's on the Gulf Freeway, dude. Good morning, Sky Mike. Just wanted to tell you the Galveston. A traffic near I-45 South, just clear. Okay. But there's a little backup going in there. All right, that was right before the causeway. Also more causeway. Here's Coleman from Galveston. Hey, Sky Mike clears the wreck on the causeway, and it's moving pretty good. But right before the causeway, you have a stalled vehicle in mm. the left lane. So mm-hmm. just be careful, and God bless. All right, Robert from Crosby, what you got? Orange Sky Mike. Play 190, about 80 west. Fog isn't real bad until you get on the northwest side. All right, outstanding banana stickers all around. By the way, Cliff, our callers have been Ben, Joe, Paul, Gordon, Gary, Mike, Ray, Steve, Mike, Roger, Bryce, Clayton, Scott. And do we see a pattern here? Uh, yeah. Can we? We got a little Schulenberg going on. Can we please get a female caller? 713 212 TIPS. It's the generator. There's one. The generator supercenter.com traffic center. From our KTRH Top Tax Defenders 24 hour weather center. Yes. I got you, baby. It's Groundhog Day. Woohoo. 
Bill says early into winter. Terry says, well, you, know, you think it's got anything to do with El Nino? You think that that's why maybe Phil's going with the uh, early into winter thing? Um, I have a, a, a theory that Phil just kind of randomly decides uh, <laughs> I want cold weather, I want warm weather, and just, you know, because who's going to go... Uh, hold him accountable for his forecast, huh? I don't know. Like You're going to still feed him. He's got, a, he's, he's got a wife. Maybe the wife is the one who's feeding him the information. <laughs> I don't know. Blame it on the wife. Um, uh, by the way, I'm wondering if Sky Mike has like a forecasting animal for traffic. You know, oh, we got the... You, you know, it's so interesting that you would say that. I think Ghetto Dave gave me something here. Oh, Ghetto yeah. Dave, we'll go fast. Yeah. In Texas, we also have a longhorn steer that predicts the weather. There we go. I right did there. not know that. <laughs> you know, that makes a whole lot more sense to me than an armadillo, but whatever. Uh, yeah, let's go with the steer's forecast. All right, well, when I look outside, I'm seeing some fog, and I think that should uh, dissipate here in the next hour or so. So hopefully the uh, driving conditions improve. We will have a lovely spring day today. I'm declaring today spring. Partly cloudy, low to mid-70s this afternoon. Cold front on the way with rain, some slightly cooler weather. 90% chance of showers and storms tonight. 90% chance of showers and storms tomorrow morning. Afternoons dry. We're near 70 tomorrow, just a little bit cooler tomorrow. Sunday, blue skies, mid to upper 60s. Monday in the low to mid 60s. Temperature right now 55 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. It's Houston's Morning News, brought to you by New South Window Solutions. Now, back to Jimmy and Shara with the info you need to take on the day. Uh, 719 is our time here in Houston's Morning News. You know, I, I don't normally say anything. When when a guest either cancels at the last second or doesn't want to be on the show, but I, I feel compelled to say a little something this time. We've had we've been trying. There's there's a convoy going on. It's called the Take Our Border Back Southern Convoy. They're headed towards Eagle Pass. It's a group of truckers who want to demonstrate against our nation's border policy, our current administration's border policy, and they're looking for participants. They're looking for support. They're looking for you and me to get on board with this. Um, and for whatever reason, they don't want to talk to us. Well, how am I supposed to help you? I'm, if, if you're not willing to help yourself, how am I supposed to help you? Our listeners are the people you're trying to reach. 720. Time for traffic and weather together as we check out the drive once again. Here's Sky Mike. We have broken up our Schulenberg Festival cat, Brookside Village. Morning, Sky Mike. Southbelt between 288 and Southwest Freeway. Uh, it was posted speeds are better, and the fog is starting to lift a little bit as it's getting clearer. Boom, that's a banana sticker. All right, Lori from Winnie, who sounds like pecan pie. Good morning, Sky Mike. Fog is kind of thick out towards Winnie. It starts getting a little bit lighter to analyze, but other than that, I-10, is nice and clear. All right, East Side's nice. We love her. Uh, the Generator Supercenter.com Traffic Center. I think she sounds more like butter pecan ice cream. Butter pecan ice cream. Oh, yeah, oh. just melting away. She's lovely. You should Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. Get us back online. From our KTR8 Stop Tax Defenders 24-hour weather center, we're getting uh, some dense fog in a few spots this morning. Clouds early aside from that, becoming partly cloudy, 72 for today. Rain with thunderstorms late tonight. Gusty winds are also a possibility, 61. Uh, those showers and storms continue into early tomorrow morning. It will become partly cloudy eventually tomorrow, 71. And sunny with 20 to 30 mile per hour winds on Sunday. Right now, temperature 55 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. Time to check out some of our top trending stories on this Friday morning. 
in for Shara today. Here's Cliff. The January jobs report comes out in 10 minutes. The Biden administration is imposing sanctions against Israeli settlers in the West Bank. And the Houston Roughnecks of the new UFL announced that they will play their home games this season at Rice, moving from UH. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 730. Stunning developments. An update all day. Update your day. Keep up to date on things that are going on. With News Radio 740 KTRH. the broken. I say these broken Find hope in the hopeless. Me the Twenty-three or time here on Houston's Morning News. Well, you remember just about a year ago, East Palestine, Ohio, that devastating train wreck that President Biden never visited the community, never. Well, first of all, he had a hard time even saying anything about it. They finally, the administration finally sent the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, to East Palestine. But the president never went, never showed any empathy whatsoever for the residents there a year later he's running for re-election so guess where he's going yeah east palestine cj yonkley is a resident of east palestine ohio does he care that the president is coming do the people of east palestine care that he's coming do they care that the administration uh, Karine jean pierre could not answer the question of whether or not president biden was willing to drink the water in East Palestine, here's CJ. I can't imagine it's going to be good. I don't. I. I, I mean, I, I have a pretty good pulse on on the town, but I can't imagine at this point, this juncture, that it is going to be a positive welcome. There's going to be a lot of questions, uh, and I'm just going to guess that there's not going to be a whole lot of answers to those questions, just as there hasn't been for the last year. Why do you think he's going now, a year after the event, in the middle of a campaign seat? What, what's he going for? You know what. It, the more I think about this, this isn't about the people of East Palestine and the surrounding areas. This is about Joe Biden. This is about his election uh, campaign in 2024. And quite honestly, you know, to go off of that clip that you just played, I don't care if he drinks our water. But I, as long as he and his team know that we're not drinking the Kool-Aid that he's serving coming to his little birthday party here. You know, it, it, there's a lot of people in town um, speaking for myself. We haven't had any uh, uh, problems. My, my family, God willing, uh, has not been sick and hopefully will not get sick. But it doesn't answer the questions that a lot of people have had about health care over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years and generations to come. Um, you know, we've lost a lot of people in our town, Stuart, to, be the, to, to moving because they didn't feel safe because they weren't getting answers. And I think that's the big to do about this. This is the storyline is we're not getting answers. We can't make, you know tough decisions that are, are going to affect generations to come. But the White House is going to tell us that they've been alongside of us the entire time, and it's just not true. What a great line he had. We don't care if he's going to drink our water, but we're not going to drink his Kool-Aid. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It really is. Um, I would expect that probably the officials of East Palestine will probably be, uh, at the very least, diplomatic. To the president, and I'm go- also guessing that they will not put him in a situation where he is going to get harassed or booed 
uh, by any residents who may not appreciate his presence there. And no matter what happens in East Palestine, if it's anything close to being negative, it will not be shown on the mainstream media. And most of America will not realize that he even went. 726, it is time to take a look at your money. Dan Schwartzman is in this morning. Good morning, Jimmy and Cliff. Coming up this morning, the January employment report will be out literally within minutes. Economists believe that around 185,000 workers were added to payrolls last month, while the unemployment rate is expected to have ticked up by a tenth of a percentage to 3.8%. After the market's open, the government's going to be releasing a report on factory orders, while a University of Michigan reading on consumer sentiment will also be out. Big Oil opening their book, Chevron beating earnings estimates. They raised dividends by nearly 8% after posting record oil and natural gas production. ExxonMobil also surpassing earnings forecasts for the first time in three quarters. Adjusted fourth quarter earnings were 26 cents per share higher than the Bloomberg consensus. The price of oil, though, continues to drop. Currently, it's hovering around $73.5 a barrel. Let's look at the futures. So far, so good. The Dow up a tenth of 1%. S&P is up two-thirds of 1%. The NASDAQ flying heights over 1% as of right now. I'm Dan Schwartzman, Bloomberg Business on News Radio 740 KTRH. News, weather, traffic, plus breaking news 24 7. This is News Radio 740 KTRH. Live everywhere with the IRF. More of what's happening now from the John Moore Services Studios. 7 30 our time, Houston's Morning News. I'm Jimmy Barrett. Shares off today. Cliff Saunders is in for her. Among our top stories this half hour, Nikki Haley says she's in the race until at least Super Tuesday. Lloyd Austin takes the blame. And coming up at 738, businesses are abandoning Oakland, California. And the squad claims it's because of racism. Details in the minutes ahead. You're on Houston's Morning News. First, let's check out that morning drive once again. Here's Sky Mike. We're still having trouble getting across the causeway. We had this wreck earlier right before the causeway southbound on 45. Uh, we're still packed from Tiki Island. In that mess, there's a stall that's part of it. It's an extra 10-minute wait to get to Galveston. Coming up, 288 from Angleton. I've got more reports of fog. You can still see Stephen F. Austin uh, northbound from Iowa Colony. Well, he kind of sticks out. Uh, from Orem, though, both ways. What? Uh, we've got backups. That's pavement repair. I'm Sky Mike in the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-hour weather center, we have some fog this morning. Uh, that'll give way to clouds early, then becoming partly cloudy this afternoon, 72 for the high temperature. Some rain's coming, and it could get heavy and stormy in some spots tonight and early tomorrow morning. We'll check that out with Terry Smith in about eight minutes. Right now, temperature 55 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. It is time now for the news. In for Shara again today, here's Cliff Saunders. Thank you, Jimmy. 731 on KTRH. Our top story, the unemployment numbers for January are just out and kind of hard to believe. The expectation was 180-something thousand jobs. Apparently, 353,000 jobs were added to the economy with the unemployment rate staying at 3.7%. Lies! Also topping the news. I am going to continue to go all the way through South Carolina. Then we're going to go on to Super Tuesday and we're going to keep on going forward. Nikki Haley on CNN refusing to drop out of the GOP race despite losing two states and trailing Donald Trump badly in the polls at our home state of South Carolina. Trump's got an eight-point lead in Georgia, according to the Fox polling. He lost Georgia by less than one quarter of a point in 2020. So, of course, the Democrats are trying to keep Trump jammed up in court all year. 
Former federal prosecutor Andy McCarthy told KTRH's Clay Travis and Buck Sexton the New York case will wrap up before the election. If he loses the case, it's another New York jury that had it in for him. But if he beats the case in Manhattan, which he could do because it's such a stupid case, that's going to discredit everything else in the lawfare campaign. And that would really be a coup for him. You can listen to Clay and Buck at 11 on KTRH. President Biden is at Dover Air Force Base. The bodies of the three American soldiers killed in a drone attack carried out by Iranian proxies last weekend returned home. No retaliation yet from the White House. Iran has been training and arming and equipping and advising all of these militias and terrorist groups for years. Who cares if they knew about this specific attack? They're responsible for what you see in Jordan. Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin speaks out about his hospitalization after cancer surgery in December. I want to be crystal clear. We did not handle this right, and I did not handle this right. The entire country was kept in the dark for days. Coming up on 734 on KTRH. We have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. That was then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi 14 years ago. Of course, that was Obamacare. Chuck Schumer's trying to run the same playbook with border security, a bill that allegedly allows for 5,000 illegal aliens coming here every single day. I can't give you my opinion on a bill that isn't written, no one's read, and not just me, no one's seen it yet. That doesn't mean it's bad or good, it's just I don't know what it is. Florida Senator Marco Rubio there. This will make you spit your coffee out this morning. Illegal aliens are living large in the U.S. when you add up all of their government handouts. The New York Times reported the average American would have to earn $300,000 a year to afford all the benefits given to illegals. Stephen Camerata with the Center for Immigration Studies has done similar research. We've estimated that if you just look at welfare programs, excluding other types of services, you're looking at over $40 billion a year that illegal immigrants are getting. He says all of that money comes out of our pockets. Every dollar any city spends on housing and health care, food and other assistance, to illegal immigrants is money they don't have to spend on their own people. The biggest expenses for illegals are public education and health care. Corey Olson, News Radio 740, KTRH. Thank you, Corey. The illegal aliens arrested for beating up a New York City cop are out of jail. They didn't have any bail to post either and reportedly are headed to California. House Republicans are taking heat for passing a $78 billion bipartisan tax bill. Critics like Chris Jacobs with the Juniper Research Group says all it'll do is expand the welfare state. This is the uniparty at work, and these subsidies will not only increase spending, they will also decrease work, and they disincentivize work. He calls it a missed opportunity for the GOP to take a stand against wasteful spending. Layoffs in January were up 136% from December. That's the second highest number on record, but again, the unemployment report for January shows that the economy added 353,000 jobs, well above expectations. As if you didn't have enough financial trouble to deal with, now child care is as expensive as college. It's causing many families to make difficult financial decisions and at the same time think about what's best for their kids. Financial expert Derek Kinney says that pumping up the minimum wage is a factor in this. Polling from the Ford Motor Company reveals that more than half of Americans would take a pay cut in order to get a better work-life balance. And by the way, they're called ghost jobs. Openings for positions you apply for don't even exist. It's all about companies covering their legal bases. A company that is required by law, maybe they're a publicly traded company, to post a job that they've already tapped someone internally for that role. 
but they're still required to announce it to the public. Job recruiter Casey Haston, the January jobs report again is out just moments ago. As Biden tries to eliminate the use of fossil fuels, China is tightening its grip on the rare earth exports that are needed for his green agenda. And Cliff, as expert Mark Morano says, it's just another area where the U.S. has become too dependent on China. China has a history. When they can dominate a certain commodity, they will withhold it to get political concessions and all sorts of you know, leverage in a geopolitical sense. And now there are growing calls to end this dependence and decouple from China. We can't mine this stuff in the United States due to our standards, but we're gobbling it up from China. And it's just a huge problem. We have some of the highest levels of rare earth in the world, but we're not allowed to access them. Right now, China accounts for roughly 70% of the world's output of rare earths. Thank you, Jeff. Gasoline prices keep rising another penny overnight across Houston to an average of 280 a gallon. 7.37 on KTRH. But what this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. An early spring is on the way. Yeah, I the, do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. He sounds like a Dr. Seuss. I think that's done purposely. <laughs> I think you're right. But as we remind you, he's only right. Punxsutawney Phil, that is 39% of the time. In for Shara today, I'm Cliff Saunders on Houston's News Weather and Traffic Station, KTRH. My life. My life. My life. The stories that affect my family and me. Life happens here. News Radio 740. Life. KTRH. Bye, 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 bye. Well, you've got uh, Denny's which has been at this location in Oakland, California for 54 years. They have closed their restaurant over crime and safety concerns. That was just a few days after In-N-Out announced that they are going to do the same. The the two restaurants are about a mile from each other. We have Walgreens leaving a Roxbury, Massachusetts neighborhood because of crime. And Ayanna Presley from The Squad doesn't believe it's about crime. She believes, of course, it's about racial discrimination. She railed against multi-billion dollar corporations for the decision to pull out of predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhoods, saying, Walgreens has plainly closed yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Hyde Park, both in Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medications, and, of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary. They are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. No, they're the results of a high crime rate coupled with a low prosecution rate and letting people out on no bond to repeat the crimes over and over and over again. And they're tired of it. They're there to serve the community, but you can't serve the community when you're getting robbed all the time. 
7.40. Time for traffic and weather together as we check out the drive once again. Here's Sky Mike. All right. We're doing a good job of not colliding with each other. Let's go around the horn here. West Park Tollway, uh, stay the course here. I've got some breaks at Eldridge Parkway. Maybe as you hit the southwest southwest freeway, which is connected to that backup like your knee bone. Uh, we're backed up from Hillcroft. You lose about six minutes this way. Uh, downtown, look at that. East Texas. Now, this is getting ugly. If you're trying to get down to the Med Center, solid breaks from call, make equipment. Uh, 18 extra minutes down this way. Two we still have that spackle at Orem both ways. Pavement repair, uh, you're thick between the belt and the loop. Gulf Freeway, I've uh, still got the slowdown trying to get across the uh, causeway. Tiki Island, uh, there's a stall behind where the wreck has cleared. 146, that's a tough one. I'm going to be watching that all morning during Michael Berry. That's some road construction. I want to thank Kat from Brookside Village and Lori from Winnie, who sounds like pecan pie. We needed some female voices this morning. Dip line, what's up? Hey, Sky Mike, it's Jen from the Woodlands. Jen. Just calling to say happy Friday and wishing y'all a great weekend. All right, outstanding. Me, Cliff, and Stephen F. Austin are happy to hear from you. Outside the belt, you look good on 45. Inside the belt, uh, I-45, southbound between Tedwell and Parker. That's about a four-minute backorder slip southbound. I'm Sky Mike from the GeneratorsSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. You know what, Terry, 1974, guess who I saw at the rodeo? I have no idea. Sonny and Cher. No way. 74. That was back when they had people at the rodeo that you've heard of. Did they sing this song, Mike? They did, of course. Of course they did. changed clothes about five times. <laughs> of course she did. From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24-Hour Weather Center, it is Groundhog Day. Good news from the Groundhog. And uh, maybe good news from you, Terry, because we, you know, we're certainly seeing a warming trend around here. It's been usually warm. So maybe our winter's over and done with. Huh? That would be nice. It I'd would. Be, I would totally be fine with that. Um, and, and we do have a, a very mild day today. Temperatures cool off a little bit over the weekend, but nothing drastic. So let's hope that groundhog got it right. All right. So we're going to deal with the fog for a little while longer and then turn out partly cloudy. Low to mid-70s today. Just a little bit warmer than yesterday. Here comes the cold front. 90% chance of showers and storms tonight. Heavy rain's a possibility. Some gusty winds with some of those storms, that's possible too. And a 90% chance of the showers and storms tomorrow morning. By the afternoon, though, the front is out of here. We're dry, near 70 tomorrow. Sunday, blue skies, mid to upper 60s. Monday and the low to mid 60s. Nice little stretch of weather to start off the work week. Right now, 56 here at your official Severe Weather Station, News Radio 740 KTRH. What you need to know for the day ahead. This is Houston's Morning News, brought to you by New South Window Solutions. Uh, 7.48 is our time here in Houston's Morning News. We were just talking a few minutes ago about um, Oakland, California, losing their Denny's, their only Denny's, and their only In-N-Out Burger because of high crime. Um, evidently, Gavin Newsom, the governor, was in a Target store, and one of the employees was complaining to him about high crime. Of course, working at Target, I mean, those kinds of stores are, are, are uh, ripe for retail theft. They all have those kinds of issues, especially in a place like California. And evidently, the governor got upset that she was giving him such a hard time, so he called for the manager so he could tattletale, you know, snitch on her. That she was accusing him of, of the crime problem. Here's, here's Greg Gutfeld's take on that. America needed a name for a male Karen. And it's Gavin. Gavin is such a great name for a male 
Karen. I feel bad for all the Gavins out there watching. There's probably like three or four hundred. <laughs> but he did it. I didn't because he, he combines in that moment the sense of entitlement and the desire to complain. Right. That's that's the definition of what this person is. I'm surprised he didn't pull out his phone and start filming the poor clerk who's essentially given up. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. She's just given up because she can't she can't she's not allowed to do anything because then they, the insurance companies will come down. But in that moment, you saw a, a, an example of how liberal leaders are wholly divorced from the consequences of their politics. They're upstream from the damages they cause. No one's stealing escargots from the French laundry. They're at Target stealing, you know, razors and toothpaste. You know, all the rest of us now have, when we walk into CVS, it's like we're inside a giant vending machine. Everything is locked up. But that's all because he lives upstream from the results of his policies. It's amazing that he's shocked about the most publicized problem in his state, mass theft. And it's something he's in charge of. This is like a guy slicing onions and can't figure out why he's crying. Mm-hmm. Or a president who's wondering, this: how did this migrant crisis happen when he doesn't have a border? So, I, I, and, and the fact that he's actually claiming, hey, but we're the 10th best on crime. How does that help this person at her job? It doesn't. 7.50 is our time here in Houston's Morning News. We got a little traffic and weather coming your way. Hey! Yes, Sky Mike. What you, you like got? You music, right? Of course I do. I'll tell you why in a second. Have your accent ready. Uh, let's get business taken care of. First, we've got Gulf Freeway. I'm getting reports that they've cleared that stall. We never really got good eyes on the stall southbound. Uh, but we've got about a 20-minute spackle from Tiki Island. Make it Lamarck now. Trying to get across the Galveston Causeway. Of course, there's not much for alternates there. Southwest Freeway packed up from Hillcroft. You've got West Park. Tollway, some breaks around Eldridge. Stay the course on the West Park. We're fine. Uh, let's see. North Freeway, you got I-45 southbound back quarter split from uh, Little York down to Tidwell. West Side, Mary's having an easy ride on the KD. Hey, Got some breaks around Studemont. That's pretty much it. And uh, Jimmy, this weekend, if you get the free iHeartRadio app, I'll be playing 80s music on our sister station, Cool 108. For sure, buddy. <laughs> I knew you'd do that. <laughs> the GeneratorSuperCenter.com Traffic Center. From our KTRH Generator Supercenter 24 hour weather center it will become partly cloudy today with a high of 72. Rain and thunderstorms late night tonight. Gusty winds along with that, low 61. Showers and storms will continue until at least early tomorrow morning. It will eventually be partly cloudy for your Saturday with a high of 71. Sunny, but very breezy, with a high temperature right about 70 on Sunday. Currently, it is 56 at your official severe weather station, News Radio 740 KTRH. We're checking out some of our top stories. In again today for Shara, here's Cliff. Thank you, Jimmy. The economy almost doubled expectations, adding 353,000 jobs last month. Colin Allred has already outraced Ted Cruz in terms of funding in the fourth quarter of last year in the Senate race. And the Beetlejuice sequel finally gets a title. It's called Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice 24 AD. And it's set for release in September. Michael okay. Keaton, Winona Ryder, the entire crew is back. It took him that long to come up with that? <laughs> I don't argue with Michael Keaton. Get the latest news anytime at KTRH.com. Our next update is at 8 o'clock. I live in Clear Lake. Humble. Reliable. KTRH traffic and weather. Next on the 10. How well everybody's heard about the bird.
7.53 is our time. This story is about the bird. You, you've heard, um, no doubt by now, that uh, the five or six, I can forget what the number is, five or six illegals that were responsible for beating up those two New York City police officers, patrol officers, uh, are all out of jail. They've all been released. They've all been released on their own recognizance, even though they assaulted police officers. And just to show what great human beings they are and what a great addition to this country they are, they're flipping they're flipping the bird at the cameras and making other obscene gestures and F this and F that. And yeah, they're just they're just great people. Because after all, we, we're only letting the best of the best from these foreign countries to come across our borders without, you know, any sort of vetting. Here's Janine Pirro on the incident with the bird. If I were representing them, uh, it would be in my next life. I was going to say, it's a cold day and you let, me just, let me just put it this way. You're talking about flipping the bird, the middle finger. The mayor, the DA, the president, and the governor are all flipping us the middle finger. And I'll tell you why. The first problem is Alvin Bragg. Alvin Bragg uh, didn't ask for any bail. These are Class C violent felonies. You can get bail. He didn't ask for bail. I want to know why. Number two, why didn't Alvin Bragg put this case in the grand jury so they could have been arraigned in superior court and had bail set and then they wouldn't have gone to California? That's where Alvin Bragg screwed up. Then you got Governor Hochul. Governor Hochul says, yeah, now it's a good idea after a reporter asked her. What I want to hear from the governor is this. I'm putting it in my governor's legislative package and I want the legislator to, legislature to vote on deportation. OK, the mayor is a former cop. I don't want to hear him just talking and talking. What he's got to do is call the DA and say, what are you doing and why are you not asking for bail? And in addition to that, the mayor should be headlining an effort to make the assault of a police officer an offense for which they can call in ICE. Because New York is a sanctuary city, you can only call in ICE on certain crimes. If the mayor really meant what he's saying, he could say, today, I want the council to change and include assault on a police officer. That's a fix there. Now, the the problem with Joe Biden and his giving us the middle finger is the border. And Texas has just proved it. Since the end of January, Texas, because of its border and because of what they're doing to prevent them from coming in, they've got a huge drop in immigration and it's all coming in now through arizona and california that's right that's a fact isn't that interesting too that uh, the the perps in this case all headed out to california so are they coming back for their court date no <laughs> no of course they're not coming back will they just kind of blend into the woodwork for a while in california yeah until they beat up somebody else and maybe kill them all right on that happy note it's friday have a great weekend I'll see you Monday morning, bright and early at 5 a.m., and I will see you this afternoon at 4 on AM 950 KPRC.